Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode for a number of reasons. Number one, uh, I know you all love interview episodes to hear other entrepreneur, entrepreneurs' journeys of how they got to where they are today, but you know what are the things that they needed to put in place to actually make that journey happen. Uh, but also, I have two amazing people with me today. Uh, that are all about SEO. And for a lot of you that have been listening to this podcast for a number of years, you know that I'm really big into search engine optimization, whether it's optimizing your website or optimizing your LinkedIn profile, which I've talked about before. Uh, it's a game changer to give you that visibility uh, in order to, to connect with more people. Um, so with that all behind us, Jeremy and Jennifer Poland, welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much, Scott. Greetings from Houston, Texas. So if uh, before we kind of move forward with with the cart, let's let's kind of go back before we, we move ahead. And for uh, the, the listeners that are not familiar with you guys uh, and your company, DIY SEO, um, talk a little bit about the company and, and what it focuses on. But most importantly, uh, what do you guys feel was the, the catalytic moment for you? that has set you on this path to where you guys are today? Oh, wow. Okay, great question. I'll start with that catalytic moment. Um, I was working in nonprofit um, at a church. My wife was stay at home with two, three children. We now have eight children um, at the time. And we needed to make some extra money. And Jennifer tapped into an old connection that she had and some, some great work she'd done in the past. And so we got a side hustle and we were, I, I basically filled the shoes at the moment, but it was her connection and her previous skill set that got us the role. So I was managing a website and doing SEO for a local pest pool lawn style company. And that was the catalyst in 2013. And I also started listening to podcasts and going down, or I'd been listening to podcasts and going down the online. He wrote Business a couple journey. books and it was like, okay, well now we need to figure out how to promote our books. Oh, well, now we need a website. Yeah. They and were, how do we promote the website? And it just kind of, they were related to my work at the church. Um, you know, and they were just independently published. And I, I went down the road of learning. You know, and I knew all of the like prehistoric marketing techniques, you know, billboard from, sales media, but it was became obvious that this was just the digital side was something we really needed to learn and brush up on. And, um, so that led to that led to an agency. Eventually, went full time. You know, was able to make a you know a fair living for the family that way, and then developed my own system because I I'm very systematic in my thinking anyway, and I'd like to become more and more efficient in my repeated processes, so on. And so over time, I realized, hey, I really do have a cool system here to, to do SEO methodically for small businesses, startups. And um, that's that led to DIY SEO. So as you entered this kind of new entrepreneurial endeavor, what was, I would say, a learning curve or a challenge that you faced 
that you necessarily didn't think about or think of, uh, you know, when you started to, to do what you guys were doing? Man, so many learning curves. And I can definitely say, I feel like our journey has taken a long time, very patient life. Um, again, we were blessed with some solid client work and we were able to, you know, pay bills and grow and, and have some excitement. But this system, I just can't believe how long it took to kind of fine tune and wrap it up in a bow. It's still never done. I mean, he works on it daily. I add to it, yes. It's, yeah. You know, just the process of, of getting it out and ready for the public to share with you guys. Like, it's, it's taken a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably two, three years and, and maybe a little bit of overlearning, potentially a little bit of self, you know, doubt Fear. and just general, general slog. And um, we do our, we are heavy burdened with, with a wonderful family life. So between the client work, family life. And we live on a farm. <laughs> yeah, we, we take care of a, a few animals at times too. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they end up in my car and I take them to my Yeah, class. she took a chicken to a real estate class the other day and I came to pick up the real the chicken from the real estate Like class. it was in my car. I didn't want it to die in like 110 degree Houston weather. So yeah. I had to take it into class. <laughs> You just got to roll with the punches. I mean, that, that that's entrepreneur life. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, uh, family gets, you know, uh, you know, the, the view of things and sometimes it's animals. So I, I, I totally get that now. So people hear the buzzword SEO all the time, and there's a lot of seasoned and new entrepreneurs that listen to this podcast that are still really focusing a lot of their business efforts and visibility through the means of social media uh, they're, they're, they're maybe not leveraging uh, their website enough. They may not be leveraging their email list enough, uh, but also obviously search engines such as Google, Yahoo, and Bing. What are some misconceptions about SEO that a lot of people feel about it, that it may not be necessary, or I don't know if it's something that I need to invest any time, energy, or effort in, that if people really did understand how it works, they would see the bigger picture of how it could be uh, an asset to what they're doing in business. Great question. Okay. I would say two quick misconceptions that I've encountered fairly often. One is that SEO has to be extraordinarily expensive or extraordinarily complicated. And so some people see this very large mountain in their mind and just don't ever attempt to, to take any action. Most of our experience and success and our message is tailored to small local style businesses or startups or, or niche, you know, niche online folks who aren't in that competitive an, of an arena and who can make some pretty big gains if they'll just kind of get a basic orientation and take some steps. Misconception number two is that on-page SEO is the majority of the game. And so people often sort of park at on-site SEO and focus their thoughts and their energies only on on-site SEO, which which is important, uh, but- What is on-site SEO? On-site SEO is sort of everything underneath the hood of your website. Things like alt tags, metadata, which are simply bits of information that, that, you, that you put inside your hood, essentially. Things like page speed, um, the size of images, Usually these are really quick fixes again for small users. So that's why it's a misconception. You can fix these things for 50 bucks for many people and then move to the bigger picture 
which is the backlink building and networking online, the bigger end of SEO. And the backlink building is often what people are neglecting. Yeah, they kind of neglect that. Like I've encountered people spending a lot of money at agencies or with some sort of service provider. Yes, I'm paying for SEO. I'm paying X amount. All oh, awesome. Are they building any backlinks? Well, no, they they fixed, you know, we, we sort of dove deep, you know, looked up what was going on in the back end. And somebody had fixed mistakes on the website and, and made a, a smooth working website. And that was commendable but they weren't really advancing their domain authority or their strength or there wasn't a content and a backlink strategy at all and so you're like you, you know that helped they're but, not really catching their competition but that was like a 100 service you know potentially from an outsourcer or something you could have done so you know it's pretty rare that uh, husband and wife teams come together like this and, and grow and scale a business you know i i can relate my wife and i have done that when did you guys realize that uh, with the skill set that you, Jeremy, have and you, Jen, you, that you guys were better uh, together going about this business? What was that moment and um, what has been the benefit of partnering uh, within DIY, uh, DIY SEO to, to really grow it the way that you guys have? Well, I feel like I can speak more to the layperson that doesn't understand the technical side of SEO. Um, even though I have a marketing background, um, you know, I have to have him break down words for me repeatedly. I'm like, wait, what is a referring domain? Like, mm -hmm. I don't understand why it's that important, but it's actually really important to understand these words. And I just find I can talk to potential clients in that way. Um, and I, I like to, be on camera and promoted and you like sales you like networking yeah. yes yes i mean she's gone through a little bit of a personal journey of you know she's been in full-time motherhood and now she'd like to get back in the professional world and you know so she just realized hey you know what my husband's been but working on in the beginning it was a little bit of a problem because um just the time it was taking and i'd be like come on are, have we yeah. done this have we done this and so i kind of found myself ceoing his work and kind of like pushing him forward and like this is your step and like he kind of needed that he needed me to kind of like break down like where are we and where are we going and when and let's put some time stamps on that because you could just keep building forever yeah that's we a good point to, we want to push this out there because the forward. more people we can help the more money we can make and i know we are helping people um we see it every day in our own agency mm -hmm. so releasing this to the public it's it's kind of a no-brainer every time we pitch it people buy it and it's working uh, i had the initial vision and then she i gave her permission she came in and was like hey i'm going to be the ceo and kind of like push you forward and based on your initial vision and um and then, you know it's 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 been good i mean she's had to learn maybe not be quite as critical at times yeah i can be kind of critical sometimes and like just understand that i do still have clients and we're not multi-millionaires and so on yet you know but we're like we're, we're balancing some good relationships that we already have with dreams and, and, you know, new things that we're working on too. No, that's great. You know, my, my wife and I always describe the way that we structure our company is almost like a restaurant. Um, I'm more like Jen, I'm like the front of the house. So I, I greet you uh, when you walk in, you know, so I'm, okay. I'm all about, you know, the relation, the, the front facing relationship building and, and uh, Jeremy, much like you, Nancy's kind of like the back of the house. She's, you know, the, the crazy cook in the kitchen, you know, 
uh, the mad scientist, so to speak. And, and you, you find that balance. And the one thing that's really helped Nancy and myself is that we've grown accustomed to playing to each other's strengths mm-hmm. and um, going away from our weaknesses. But at the same time, um, we've grown not only as individuals, but as a couple, because there's things that she has seen me do that she wasn't necessarily great at that she's gotten better at doing because, mm-hmm. you know, again, you do have to step in at certain times and pick up something for the other person and vice versa. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've become more uh, of a technical savvy person now because of watching her build certain things. And, and it's, it's a big benefit because, you know, when you're running the business yourself, if God forbid something happens with someone on the team and, you know, they're sick or, you know, they're on vacation, you know, you need to be able to step in and, mm-hmm. you know, as the owner of the, of the company and the business step in and, and do something that needs to be done to continue uh, to have the business rolling forward. So mm-hmm. for, for the, you know, the beginning entrepreneur that, you know, is somewhat cognizant of what SEO is and, and how it works, um, you know, if someone was to ask you guys, the difference between DIY SEO and other SEO firms and companies out there, what would you guys say is the differentiating factors between you and other people in this space? Okay, great. What I would say is this is a, a do-it-yourself kit, you know, like almost like ordering furniture that's, that's fully, fully manufactured and the, the assembly instructions are all in place, but um, the furniture needs to be assembled by the end user. And obviously the cost savings are there. I know we, we order quite a bit of furniture from Ikea here locally. And you, you know, you come home with these big boxes and our children actually at times really enjoy putting them together so with, with a grandpa or whatever. So that's, that's the difference. This is not fully assembled. This requires the effort, but the cost, the, the cost, I mean, it's, it's a fractional. fraction. Yeah. It's, it's a fraction of, of real quality SEO agency work. And, we show people our play. I mean, our full playbook is there from day one. And a lot of what I'd say to someone about SEO is if you, if, if they will get a sense of how strong their competition is, where they currently stand, they can kind of basically quickly see the gap. I call it the referring domain gap for a lot of local businesses or startups and, and these, you know, low to medium competition environments, 100 referring domains is the gap. So if they are able to build 100 new referring domains. What does that mean? That means at least one backlink from a hundred different sites. So we're more interested in the the breadth of the number of sites than we are in a hundred backlinks from one particular site. We haven't seen a system like this. We're not aware of a step-by-step monthly program where we send a exactly what to do which ones to build what month yeah we're kind of sending what to build we're sending what to build in a monthly sense and then we've got this library that's there so we've got industry-based links for the dentist for the roofer for the pool guy for the for the pest company we've got these industry-based links that they can immediately go and see and start working on and we've got notes about how to what to do you know contact this contact janice pay 25 dollars. here's the email and it's simple enough to where, you know, an older student or someone at the front desk, an intern can follow the program. It's, it's not rocket science and you break it down. And that's what I love about it. Cause 
Yeah, I, I kind of can look at it from a more simplistic standpoint of like, okay, I, I don't really understand what this is, but tell me what to do. It's like going to the gym. I mean, it, it takes monthly effort, but it's it can be done, and it's very inexpensive yeah. compared to what you would pay for an agency to do this. And this is actually what we do in our own. Yeah, agency. I, you, I log in and use this. Like when we I'm... follow the same system, and we see it helping our clients tremendously to move from like the back of the neighborhood to the front of the neighborhood as far as visibility is concerned we're like mm -hmm. you like being in the back of kingwood or the back of the woodlands i don't think so we can show you how to move forward just with a monthly plan so what would you say um the future of seo and where it's going because again with the pandemic and and how it's brought uh, a new crop of, of people to the online space and working from home and growing online-based businesses. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a need for a lot of different things for these, these newer business owners. So where do you see SEO going in the next two to three years? And you know, how can it be uh, a real positive attribute to a lot of these newer businesses? Great question. I, do, I see social media playing, a, playing a, a greater role in the algorithm and the way Google views websites i see backlink relevancy as growing even more relevancy meaning a roofing company needs a roofing company in detroit needs links from detroit or michigan-based entities and roofing or construction related entities all that they're essentially telling google this is a real roofing company in this location so those two things, probably the importance of social media and getting some kind of reaction online. Uh, most companies have a page and an Instagram account or whatever and are posting, um, but posting regularly and finding ways to get some kind of community or, or user reaction is, is going to play a bigger role. And it's easier to build websites these days. There's you know a lot of programs, people, they have these yeah. websites and then they just kind of sit there and I'm seeing them focus more on social media because it's kind of fun, it's a buzzword, but they're neglecting SEO because they don't really know. It, it sounds very complicated. Like, I mean, you. Yeah, it sounds complicated, but I think having a, like some kind of plan where they're kind of moving forward. It's almost like it'll make a huge, huge difference, like bodybuilding, basically, where you're you are continuing to grow these muscles with the workout plan. You've got a plan you're eating and you're just, you know, you are building and you look bigger in six months or, you know, you've whatever the goal was, you've improved significantly in six months because you're doing something. The small businesses that will embrace that harness some of their existing assets like I, within DIYCO we show people how they can use an event a, a community service offering a scholarship a job opening for natural and fair and ethical PR and, and SEO game so if they've got a job opening I show them places to to kind of sling that around and, and this is white hat SEO yeah this is all like like high stuff this is like, above board yeah this is like like individually building profiles going to sites you know joining legit industry websites just i'm just showing people giving them ideas and then really the best students will probably just almost be able to run on their own i'm like oh now i get it you know i know so much more about roofing than the guy who built DIYCO. i'm going to just 
keep going down this road. But you have industry specific. I do have industry specific too. stuff, but they'll they'll be able to go past what I've gathered for them, you know, eventually. And like, oh, I know all the special blogs for roofing. And if they go there, reach out, give a quote. I mean, they'll just kind of have these these practices built in their mind. If they, you know, if they do this, it's for kind six of months, a game. Yeah, like, it's like a, six, it a game. A six month to a year game. Yeah. Um, and I mean, of course, we love people to stay on as long as they like. But if someone will embrace it for six months to a year, do it. They could, they could. Have, they've already taught the competition. They've got some habits. They can go forward. I've seen. I follow the techniques of the big boys, and I bring them down to to more local users. So I'm, I'm looking at big brands and what they've done to scale and like create very powerful domain authorities, online presences. And I've, and I've cataloged that. So for example, Lawn Starter is a big national brand. They sling around discounts for law enforcement. For, these are legitimate off, you know, 10, 15% off. And they're getting hundreds of backlinks from sites that list backlink, list, list discounts for these categories. And I show a small business how they can do the same thing. Yeah, when you um when you fail to plan, you're planning to fail and mm -hmm. you, you have to have something into place. Now, before I get to my, my final question, mm -hmm. uh, if someone is interested to find out more about DIY, DIY SEO um, and how you can help their individual business or uh, whatever it is they're looking to grow, what's the best way for people to connect with you guys? They should uh, go to the link in the show notes. It would take them to um, our DIY SEO online presentation. It's a 10 minute more detailed walkthrough of exactly what this is and, and, and how they can tap into it. It's the action steps. Uh, we're available through an online community. It's not Facebook based. Um, we've got the backlinks, the monthly program, the special place, some of the things I've alluded to just all available within, you know, within the, the, the login that they would receive to the site. Awesome. Uh, they also get a customized Google sheet and they can just start, start rolling and agencies. We've, um, yeah, we, we license this to agencies too, uh, and like web developers. And sometimes people aren't offering SEO service and they, they know they should, and they're essentially missing out on revenue. So it's, yeah, they can add a whole new revenue stream. They'll yeah. just build websites now. Now they actually offer SEO, which is much more lucrative and they just, they use our system and sell through the clients. Yeah. We show people, if, if someone's an agency, a web developer in that realm, like we, we share what, what we would price this at for a couple of different size users and exactly what we deliver on a monthly basis and um, you know, 20 to 30 new referring domains per month cataloged in the sheet, the sheet shared with the client. So it's just so open source, you know, and then we can run the keyword report on a monthly basis and we see the most, you know, the biggest gains three to six months. We can, we can show them, you know, with like an HRX report, you know, you're, it'll be all green and up, you know, 90% green and up, you know, because Google is respecting them more, knows them more, ranking them higher. And, you know, they can get more targeted, but that's. Yeah. Well, all, all uh, again, for the listeners, all that information will be in the show notes and the description of this episode. So guys, final question before we sign off, what does success truly mean to you? I mean, I would say um, we, we can both answer. Success means to me like honoring God and feeling like, you know, you're following his path in your soul and, and like you, you truly were a blessing to others around you. 
and on a, maybe a more tactical level, it means having time and, and peace. And I think we know entrepreneurship can lead you in those directions. You know, when you're using your gifts, you generally are helping people out of, out of your skills, experiences, and gifts, and you're, you're increasing your time and your peace level for yourself and your family. What do you say? For me, another element is creating a business that our children can join. You know, we have eight kids and like I envision growing this business and we've already been teaching them how to do some things and just to where they could jump in if, if they would like as part of their career. And so we're building like a family business, a legacy and um, something we can keep growing. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, we were both envious of people who had family businesses that they tapped into. We didn't you know, have that given to us, but um, it's, you know, it's nice to think about that. We homeschool, so we homeschool, so yeah. Our thirteen-year-old school. Our thirteen-year-old has built some backlinks. Like he's kind of gone through some of some of the key steps of of what we what we do. Yeah, you know, success means something different for each person. You know, for Nancy and I, it's uh, doing what we want with who we want, when we want, whenever we want, and um, Mm -hmm. we want to spend more time living than working. And and again, leaving that legacy, as you guys mentioned, so. Uh, Jeremy, Jen, thank you so much uh, for being here today. It was an honor, a privilege, and, and I hope the audience got a ton of value from this and understanding the true benefit of, of SEO and, and how it's important. And I really encourage everyone that's listening to check out uh, the links in the description of the episode. Uh, so Jeremy and Jen, thank you so much again for being here today. You bet. Thank, thank you. you, Scott. Enjoyed Bye, Scott. it. <laughs> So uh, again, wherever you're listening to this from, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, please do leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you loved most about the episode. So everyone, please enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterin.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn leads for life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day and thank you everyone for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.